Hey listeners, I'm Trey. And this is Dean. Along with EY. Welcome to Pocast. Reviewing films with New Orleans flavor. If you want to meet Mr. Wright, you have to walk into a random New Orleans convenience store, bump into a random man, and knock over a bunch of condoms. I mean, So many condoms by the way, that you could use them to choke a goat. I mean, if I found Sam Rockwell in a New Orleans convenience store, I'd have bumped into him too, so... I mean, if I found Sam Rockwell in a convenience store, I'd probably (laughs) have to give him the Heimlich maneuver and then feel (laughs) indebted to him for the rest of my life. I would Uh, impress uh, him with my bad Uh, Zaphod Beeblebrox impression. All right. Whoa. (laughs) Fancy pants. Now now that we've hit every Sam Rockwell movie ever made... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I, I love, love them Sam. in Moon. I love Sam Rockwell. What's Moon? I, I was. I think we all do. Yeah, right. no, I love Sam Rockwell. He's great. <laughs> so, I didn't know anything about this movie. I knew nothing. I saw like Anna Kendrick on like the thumbnail when I pulled it off up on Netflix, and as soon as I saw him, I was like, yes. And surprisingly, their chemistry is fucking fantastic. I agree, and I was like, I was really surprised by this movie. Like, I'd n- I've never heard of this movie, not once. And then, no. like, I pull it up, and I'm watching it, and this movie just it consists of so many of my favorite things: action, international hitmen of mystery, bullet time, Sam Rockwell, Tim Roth, Anna Kendrick, like all of these things I love, and I've never, not once, heard of this movie. I was kind of expecting to hate it because I don't really care for action movies. And to me, romantic comedies are so fucking cringy. I usually just can't stand them. And I loved this movie. It was fantastic. I saw this movie maybe a few years ago. It came out in in 2015. But my wife watched it once or twice. And I, I paid attention to it here or there. And... I'll be honest with you, I, and I'm going to probably flip-flop back and forth um, between how I feel about this movie, but I don't think it was a good movie. I think it's an entertaining movie. I think it's a funny movie. I think the chemistry, like you mentioned, between Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick is there, but I just overall don't think... It's a good movie. See, I'm not surprised that you're saying that because the entire time I was watching it, this movie, at least like tone and kind of like just the way it was like kind of that like romantic action crime comedy, it reminded me of The Lovebirds, which I know is like literally the thing you hate most in the world. So I'm not surprised that you didn't like this movie. When you compare a movie like The Lovebirds to better movies like Game Night, which I felt like it was kind of similar in a lot of ways, Game Night is is loads better and much more enjoyable than a movie like Lovebirds. But I didn't I didn't not like this movie because of the romantic side of it the tone of this film is all over the place and i think that's its biggest issue you have anna kendrick as a i mean a batshit crazy person is she though yeah i think she is i mean i could be wrong but she plays a pretty crazy obsessive 
person. How is she and obsessive? Ex- she was going through a really shitty breakup. And the extent, I mean, though, it doesn't, it, it it's kind of like they maybe tried to make it quirky, but it just, to me, it came off as like just the crazy ex-girlfriend. I, I see what you mean, but at the same time, as a woman, d- watching her, I do think it was a tad overdone. So I see why you're saying that. But her going from emotion to emotion, one off the other, after a breakup where she finds out her boyfriend was cheating on her, I completely understand and get it and have gone through those crazy, insane flip-flops of emotions because your brain is just all over the place. Was I, did I think it was a, t- a tad overdone? Yes. So, I, so I, I get why you're saying that. But I do understand. I did, I did totally get it. Is plausible to me. And I just have to say, as a woman, I mean, someone who has been through <laughs> breakups, I I got it. Like, it, yes, I'm not going to say that it wasn't overdone, but I feel like, I don't know, it was, it was overdone in the sense that it was comedy that I found funny. And I thought Anna Kendrick, like, pulled it off really well. From an acting perspective and from, uh, again, the chemistry perspective between Sam Rockwell and, and Anna Kendrick and... Really, I think everyone in this movie—I don't know his name, but especially our boy Steve, or Ooh. Steven. Oh, I love at the can end. we talk? Can we say? Um, can I say something about him real quick? Sure. Do sure. you know who the director was of the last movie we did, Cutthroat City? Yeah, that was yes. him, right? That was Steve RZA. Oh, yeah. was it really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he was like my favorite. Yes, he at was the, the best. Movie. Yes. Steve. Um, but the I most... mean, just to kind of set up the movie real quick for anyone who hasn't seen it, probably it's pretty. <laughs> This was 2015, probably. True. I mean, around after, Pitch Perfect time. Uh, pitch Perfect, but still with all that hype. And I mean, Sam Rockwell is just great in anything. Plus um, Tim Roth. And Tim Roth doing a horrible Alabama Southern accent. Anna Kendrick goes through a breakup. Uh, cheating boyfriend is all emotional. Runs into Sam Rockwell, who happens to be a hitman with kind of a a moral twist where he ends up killing the person who puts out a hit on another person because murder Um, hires him yeah yeah thinks murder is wrong used to be a murderer but had a change of heart still is (laughs) though still is but technically vigilante i guess a code that he follows and then kind of the rest of the movie is quirky hijinks happen with their relationship and intermixed with killing because people are trying to kill him by the end of the movie anna kendrick is a hit girl herself essentially i mean who's who's just kind of but in all fairness she does only kill bad guys and and stuff like that but i enjoyed the movie you know i know we're going to discuss all this in in the end but i it's definitely one of those movies and i said it with 21 jump street is you can tell Everyone in this movie was having fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can tell it just in the way they interacted with each other. Like I said about their chemistry. And that might also have been, they both played like, Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick played like, they were both just a touch out of balance. Like just a few french fries short of a Happy Meal. But it it meshed so well together. I just... I, w- I was kind of in awe because you you think about the two of them separately. I would have never, ever pegged them to be in a movie together 
to play love interests that would click so well. But they really, you can just tell, they were just going with the flow of whatever this movie was. (laughs) After watching it, I kind of, I thought, I was like, I cannot picture anyone else in these two roles. Like, I couldn't picture someone who, who wasn't Sam Rockwell or someone who wasn't Anna Kendrick in those two main roles. See, I'm going to push back Just, again. Have you seen the whole nine or the whole ten yards? Yes, with Matthew Perry and Bruce Willis. Bruce and, Willis, because yeah. Bruce Willis and Amanda, is it Amanda Petrie? I think that's her name. I think, yeah. Uh, God, I haven't seen her in... Does she even still? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I haven't seen her. I think the last thing I saw her in was either that or a movie, the movie she did with Jack Black and Jake Zahn, which I don't remember the name of. And um, the pie fucker? And the pie fucker, yes. <laughs> uh, Jason Biggs. But like basically in those movies, I feel like those two characters are the same uh, between those movies. Like you have the hitman who's kind of like semi-retired and doing like trying to do the good thing. And then you have the girl who's a little bit more unstable, who's getting into the killing thing. True. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Oh, one of my I never even thought of, of making that comparison. It's been so long that I don't even really remember it, honestly. Um. <laughs> so did anyone else pick up on what Anna Kendrick's character uh, did for a living, or at least what she was trying to do for a living. Uh, uh, paleontologist. Paleontologist. She loved yeah. dinosaurs. I thought that yeah, was. Just, I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, it was like it was a super like thrown away line where she mentions that she's that she like has a degree in paleontology when they're walking through. Uh, city parks storyland which that's something else we can talk about that she talks about that you know she does have a degree that she could be a professor but speaking of storyland where did this movie not film because that would be a shorter list than where this movie did film it's true and they didn't even film in like the classic staple I mean, they did some, but not like your t- like they chose Storyland over yeah. City Park. They had City which, Park. Well, they which, had which, they had City Park and Storyland. Storyland was a fantastic choice. Like yeah. I was immediately brought back to memories of my childhood seeing Storyland, and I wonder if this movie was the reason that it went through its revamp. I don't remember exactly where it was, but like a few years ago, it got like a ton of money like revamp because it was getting old it's been around for a very very long time at least as long as i've been alive but this is also one of the few times i've actually seen storyland or is it storyland or storyville storyland storyland it was one of the few times i've actually seen that place in the light of day because the only the only time i ever really go there is like for celebration in the oaks so it's always nighttime anytime I go there. So I thought that was really I, interesting. I was there a bit as a kid because we were broke and it was really cheap. So it was a good like Saturday afternoon activity for like my family to go mm-hmm. play in the park in Storyland. So yeah, seeing it was is was special because I don't think I've seen it in another movie before. For I don't sure. think I've ever seen it in a movie. Can't recall it appearing in any other, in any other film. Storyland did not change for like since I was a kid up until recently. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this movie had anything to do with it. I, doubt. I think it was just terribly outdated. And especially yeah. nowadays where a lot of children's education is STEM focused, a lot of the updates they made are very STEM oriented mm-hmm. as far as like 
being a little more interactive and, and things like that. Definitely go check it out. I think it's cool. I don't know if I would ever take someone on a date there. That was an odd choice. I don't think and so. I think that could be kind of cute. Uh, City cute. Park's yeah. nice in general. Well, the thing is, is anyone who might not be from here, Storyland is also connected to the actual kind of theme park part of that area. And then it's also connected to the uh, botanical gardens as well. So mm-hmm. Yes, which I'm, I'm sure... pretty sure they filmed the ending there. Possibly. Because there was, because yeah, at some, sure. well, see, I wasn't sure I'd seen that building that they're in at the ending, but then in the background when they're standing on like the front porch of it, there's like a domed building. It looked like the botanical gardens at City Park. I could be wrong. Might have been. I'm surprised though that you mentioned Storyland first and not Dat Dog. See, that was the next one I was going to bring <laughs> up was Dat Dog because it was my fit because that's like my favorite restaurant in New Orleans. It really is great. And it was they my would second be my favorite, favorite Dat Dog if they took location. credit cards and not they do cash. Well, they do now. Yeah, it's been a while, a while since I've been there. Oh, oh yeah, Dat Dog is great, and it was nice to see it. It was nice to see a lot of like the unknown parts of New Orleans, mm-hmm. but very obvious. I don't know. It's it's easy for us to see, like, even just her, like, apartment. It was, you know, the styles of it, and you can place all the buildings. They walk through the little pet shop. They're just very New Orleans-like buildings because they were filmed here. I will so they're s- easy for us to place. Yeah, I will say something about their their first date when they go from the supermarket to Storyville. to or Storyland or Storyville. I think Storyville was, like, the red light district. Back in like the 1940s, that was basically like the 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 sex worker district back in the day. You got me there. So I'm pretty sure Storyland is the one I'm talking about, and Storyville is the red light district. If you're listening and you can correct me on that, please do. They go from the that supermarket, which looked to be probably in around Mid City, then they went to City Park, which again is a a little more around mid city and then they jumped to uptown where that dat dog is and then they jumped back to downtown and there was thought i thought that was really interesting because none of those places are very close to each other city park and storyland being you know the exception and we didn't see that he had a car until like more than halfway through the movie when they go to (laughs) bayou st john and he kills that guy on the bridge yeah i mean i do appreciate though from like the New Orleans aspect of this movie, they definitely don't go heavy on it. And there really is almost kind of a a couple of words, almost a throwaway line spoken earlier in the film that it does take place in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, When she's going through the breakup, she's like, you know, hey, we're in New Orleans. Let's Mm -hmm. go find a party and and do Do something we'll regret. bodies. And I'm like, what contest are you going to? But other than that, like there's really... Yeah, there's no other mention that, oh, well, this is New Orleans or or any of the big, you know, normal Mm-mm. shooting locations that we normally see. Aside from maybe like Tim Roth's accent, which I feel like was supposed to be a bad accent. So it was I like, that's so. forgivable. Yeah, but that was he was supposed to be like an FBI agent out of Alabama yeah. or something. So it wasn't even a, a, you know, Louisiana or New Orleans accent. It was just a bad southern accent in general. And that was his cover, so I felt like whoever did the location scouting for this movie, they must have been a local. They had to have been, or uh, 
from the area or know it very well. Movies that we do usually, they did news like Bourbon Street or any of the little picturesque stuff down. The regular touristy stuff. You didn't really see that almost at all. They had to have known this place very well to utilize such great locations, even though they weren't clearly next to each other. They were all really great. It made for a beautiful movie, honestly. You know, you I know you said it was like it was it was definitely corny. It was definitely a little zany at times. But I did like a lot of how the action scenes went because they were very like I felt like they were kind of poking fun at themselves with, you know, how Sam Rockwell was like, you know, give me a minute. Let me stretch. And then at some point, like at the end, when he's fighting the dude, and he pulls a grenade and he's like, oh, wait, this was a bad idea. <laughs> and he starts crying that he doesn't want to die. Like stuff like that, I thought <laughs> really added well to the action. Um, also, Steve. Just Steve. constantly complaining about the gun they keep giving him. Oh, yeah. I, I, And that's actually, I mean, one of the things I enjoyed about this movie. I think, you know, it. I don't think this movie is on the nose, but it's definitely self-aware in the sense of, yeah, it's a comedy film. But it also, I know it sounds probably stupid when I say it, being a comedy film, but it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 the parts with, you know, Steven complaining about his Elmer, Elmer Fudd shotgun, <laughs> you know, when they had more modern guns available the whole time, or, you know, the part with like the green gummy bears, or, you know, just, just the moments like that, I think is where this movie succeeds. Or Steve calling him a blinged out Cajun green goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my favorite line of the entire movie. I just loved the surprising relationship between Steve and Francis as the movie went along. And and Steve wasn't even around for a whole lot. No, he was only in the end. Um, no, he they, shows up, yeah, towards the, the big action scene in the yeah. end. But they just had such a good banter between them and almost like had the movie progressed farther, they would have been like friends. It just seemed to head in that direction. It was, I don't know, every time they were like together and chatting, I just like had a huge smile on my face because it's like, this is great. This and is in great. the end, Steve is worth $5 million. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which he then goes yeah. on to use to fund and make Cutthroat City. It's all connected. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought that was nice of Francis, too, to be like, yeah, he's he's worth $5 million, the bounty on him. I, I liked the relationship between them, too. I also liked the progression of Martha's abilities. I feel like abilities is a really strong word. I mean, can you catch several knives in a row without hurting No, obviously. But they tried. They laid the foundation from that in the very first scene when she's cooking breakfast, waiting for her boy or dinner, whatever she was cooking, waiting for her boyfriend to come home and she was flicking the knife up into the air and catching it and sometimes not catching it yeah I the very that. very first scene but they kind of like slowly reveal that she kind of sees things like sam rockwell's character in slow motion and can catch knives and see where bullets are going i mean before they go like but it, it slowly is progressed into 
you know, the movie, like, I, interwoven I, into everything. I agree, and, like, you, you're right, the progression of it is done well, but, like, it's not like these two were Daredevil, where they can, like, sense the tremors of the world and, yeah, like, no. see a world on fire <laughs> or something. Like, they just had really good reflexes. Yeah. And, I mean, this isn't the only time I've seen something like that. Like, I've seen plenty, of, obviously, I'm no martial artist, <laughs> but I have, you know, you've seen in plenty of other TV shows and movies where there is... There, there are multiple forms of martial arts that are very similar to that. There are very, like, flowing that they're less about, you know, using a punch to, you know, put the power behind your punch, but instead use your attacker's power against them and to just kind of, like, flow around them and, like, control the battlefield. And I feel like that's a big part of what, like, Sam Rockwell's style of fighting, even though it was dancing, which it actually kind of made me miss swing dancing Back when I used to do that for a hot second, but it was it was really it was really cool to see. But I they did make it out to be like they were like superpowers or something. Well, I don't think they I don't think it was like superpowers. I think they just needed. I mean, really didn't even need a reason, but wanted a reason to give for why Sam Rockwell or how Sam Rockwell's character uh, Francis could do the things that he did in a quirky fashion. And then tie into Martha, Anna Kendrick's character, kind of starting to do the same in the end. In the beginning, when well, they the crash beginning, but... into each other, when the, the condom boxes oh, yeah. fall, you know yeah, how he catches she... all of them? But she did catch one. Catch one, yeah. And I think so... that kind of like perked his, that's when he like really noticed his her. What? At it least perked his what? So. Interest? What yeah, were okay. you thinking? <laughs> Yeah, no, I I get it. I you know that didn't really bother me too much though. I think I just you know the movie wanted an explanation and then kind of helped move the story along, especially for the end where you know Anna Kendrick um, starts killing people too. Oh, yeah. Again, so let's talk about that. <laughs> so yes, she killed more or less. She killed the two big bad guys outside of Tim Roth, mm-hmm. Johnny Moon, Johnny Moon, who. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who actually watched this show, but he was actually in the first season of uh, Altered Carbon, which I thought was really good. Anyway, the two people she killed, she killed Johnny Moon and she killed Vaughn, who, yes, were like the two schemers of this movie who were essentially the two big bad guys, even though they kind of were like the shitty mobsters of the group they were in like Mm -hmm. vaughn was like the little bratty kid brother of the big mob boss played by what's his name who played black bolt in the terrible inhumans show and then johnny moon was just an idiot so i feel like her taking those two down it's just like oh man she totally like went hitman like they were already pretty lame to begin with and especially vaughn he'd already been like beaten up and shot by the time she got to him well i agree but johnny moon was totally about to kill her but he was also an idiot like a total idiot well yeah but he fell into the the same trap of of monologuing yes Mm, uh, about turtles yeah and 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 what was her response i like turtles i like turtles (laughs) i had to think about it for a second yeah. The original meme. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know about original. Huh? One of the was... original memes. But no, she she told him she was going to kill him when they kidnapped her and were slapping her around. And that, that was kind of when she was like quirky up until then, but it was almost like her sanity started to slip then. 
not in a very obvious way, but just in a subtle, I don't know how to explain it. I Everyone mean, adrenaline. Has reservations about killing someone, but there's like a certain point where you believe people when they say, I'm going to kill you. I don't know. It just seemed like her sanity slipped just a tiny bit. Adrenaline's a hell of a off. thing. I don't know. I enjoyed her progression overall in this movie. If you had to give this movie between one and five condom choked ghosts. No, no, <laughs> no. Trey, are you not going with between one and five clown noses? Ooh. No, I'm I going with the those. with the choked goats. Or crushed turtles. Tr- choked goats. Ooh, crushed turtles is awful. Makes me Yeah, see? You made Dean apparently, cry. It's choked Apparently goats. they scream I, when choked you crush them. Choked aren't much better. I thought you were going with one to five boxes of falling condoms or something like that. You went with choked chickens. Uh, No, choked goats. I said choked chicken was horrible. <laughs> or one to five dancing Sam Rockwells. Fine. You know? Let's if, keep if you want to get kid friendly one to here, five, one to five thrown knives, one to five mutant ability thrown knives. <laughs> I'm definitely going to stick to my guns on. I don't think overall this is a good movie. However, I think it's a fun movie. I think Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick and Tim Roth and RZA. RZA are great. Thought all of the the side characters are great, you know, from the crappy mob boss brother Vaughn and and Johnny Moon as just a kind of over the top, you know, evil sidekick character. I had fun watching this, you know, actually sitting down and and watching this movie not just kind of glancing up here and there. I think it's a good New Orleans film, as as we touched on throughout this episode. I think if you like Anna Kendrick, if you are a fan of Sam Rockwell, I, I like to think probably minus the killing people aspect, um, this is probably what Sam Rockwell is, is kind of like in real life. Again, minus the killing people. Yeah, I I honestly would give this movie a four out of five. I think it could have been better, or maybe it would have worked better as like a darker comedy, but I don't know, you know, maybe slightly off topic. I think probably one of the reasons this film kind of, I don't want to say is was buried or kind of maybe not as well known is because it was written by Max Landis and if I don't know if you know who Max Landis no is, is but he wrote and directed a, a few movies and then I think around like 2014 2015 I think that was around the Me Too movement a bunch of harassment and assault allegations came out against him oh, and cool. and pretty much ended his career but this movie happened to come out in 2015 and was written by him so stop harassing um, people i just i think that's probably why you haven't heard of this movie they probably just i don't think it came out in theaters i don't remember it coming out in in theaters um but they probably yeah dumped it on netflix or wherever it came out and then that was the end of it. But yeah, easily, I think, uh, four out of five. I it, It's an enjoyable movie. It's a fun movie to watch. You, um, The performances are great. 
stories sure okay. You're sure you meant to say four. Yeah, no, I, I'm telling you, I, it's weird because uh, okay. I don't think it's a a good movie, but it is a fun movie for what it is. And I think because of Sam Rockwell, because of Anna Kendrick, because of RZA and, and minus the writer, the actual like jokes in this movie and, and little moments are fun and, and really good. And I think that just helps much better than, than Lovebirds. Four out of five. Shut your mouth. Final answer. <laughs> I love this movie. If you can't tell about how much I did not shut up about it during this episode. I love that I was surprised at how much I loved it. Because I really wasn't expecting to. Because I had never heard of this movie. And, you know, EY, you're probably right as to why. Probably got shelved. But I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. I was entertained the entire time. I laughed out loud a few times. I didn't cringe in cheesiness, surprisingly. All the locations they chose in New Orleans were gorgeous. And the chemistry between the cast was fantastic. I'm giving this a 5 out of 5. I've, I've, I really enjoyed this movie so much so I will almost definitely watch this again. Like, I just, I thought it was a fantastic movie. You know what? I'm I'm right up there with y'all. I'm giving it a four out of five. Originally, as I was watching, I was like, "Oh man, I'm totally gonna give this a five out of five because uh, I I was thoroughly enjoying watching it and I thought this was great. But like giving it like you know you know a couple minute hindsight after I was done, I was like, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Everything y'all said about it, you know, Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick were fantastic in this. I thought it was hysterical, but it did there there were some. Not so much cringy moments, but moments that were like, okay, yeah, whatever, that is a little over the top, and a little, just a little like, eh, that didn't really sit well with me. Just uh, like, especially Anna Kendrick's reactions after fight scenes were a little not as, I don't know, they didn't read as natural as I would have wanted, whereas some of the times they were great. Like, after he, after she first sees him actually kill someone, her reaction to that is very believable, like, holy shit. But other times, it really does just kind of come off as wacky and zany, and it just, you know, I wanted a little more from it. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Good yeah, and, movie. and my wife definitely loves this film. She she wanted me to... to make sure everyone knew that because <laughs> i mean she's watched it uh, i think a couple of times we'll at this get point her on and, she can give her own rating <laughs> and now uh, well i can tell you her rating would be a five out of five i think yes. um splitting it in in half but yeah i i mean she enjoyed the hell out of this movie and uh, i mean honestly so did i and and while i don't think it was a good movie um it was a good movie so i'm definitely um flip-flopping but so yeah, you don't I, think it was a good movie. I but you honestly, think it was a good movie. Yeah, I and I think that's mostly, you know, Anna Kendrick's funny and all, but I mean Sam Rockwell is Sam Rockwell and well, yeah. I, I anything that he, he's in probably gets a uh, a one or two bump. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to like and review us on your preferred podcast app. You can stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Nola Podcast or on Twitter at Nola. Suggestions and feedback, positive or negative, can be sent to us directly at Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> this happens every time. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, guys. 
All right. We need to. Am I starting again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. One, two, three.